What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Just Another Podcast. I am your host, Andres Van Grieking. And I am your other host, Hayden Patterson. What is up? What is up? Thank you guys so much for listening today. We have another fun one. We took a bit of a break for the Labor Day weekend, so we're recording this a little late. But nevertheless, we've brought some good stuff for you today. Now, two weeks ago, we talked about our top five favorite attractions at Disney World. This week, we're going to flip it talk about our top five least favorite attractions. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah? This list was hard to make because, like... It was hard for to make for you. It was pretty easy for me. Okay, but you made your list first, so then I had to go through and anything that, like... I was struggling to find, like, five, and I think I had four, and then I, like, couldn't fill in a fifth one because you had already taken the ones that I could have used, so... I was picking straws, very small straws that were not... I mean, I didn't say for this one that we had to have five different ones, but I guess for content's sake, it's... Okay, well, you know, whatever. (laughs) You don't have to out me on the podcast like that. I was making, trying to make my list like 10 minutes ago, and I was like, maybe I can just leave it at four. And he's like, no. (laughs) Look, (laughs) it says five, you cannot have four, okay? okay? That's fine. Just don't lie to the people. All right, all right. Before we get started, again, I want to give the disclaimer that anything we say on today's podcast reflects our opinions and only our own, not of the Walt Disney Company. All right? We are just furloughed cast members. Correct. Also, before we start, we got a lot of feedback um, from the last podcast in regards to how quiet we seem to sound for the two podcasts. We are by no means audio experts, so the equipment that we have... While it's extremely good, we really don't know what you half know of these things mean. So we don't know how to fix like the weird kind of like whoosh, like gravelly sounds in the background. So we apologize for that. We don't know how to fix the fact that we're quiet. I think we figured it out this time. So hopefully, I know that I sound okay because I can project my voice. Listen, but little Hayden Patterson over here has a little tiny voice. So so it's okay. So we're we're gonna figure it out. She is shifting back and forth. If she sometimes gets louder, it's because she's getting closer to the mic. <laughs> if she sounds quieter, it's because she's moved away from the mic. The mic and I are not social distancing by any means. Yes. Like, um, we're right we're going to put a questionnaire up on the Instagram page or something. Let us know after this podcast comes out if you think it's still quiet. We'll figure out a way to, to fix that. We'll find someone that we know. I can just walk down the hall and ask one of my nerdy roommates and they can probably figure it out. Probably. Okay. Top five least favorite attractions in Walt Disney World. Now, this list is not exclusive to rides. No. At least not mine. Well, actually, I don't think I included... the. There was one that I took no. out just because I knew you would be offended yes, by it. But be, it's going to be in I'm my honorable mention. I'm already offended by an, one that you kept on your list. Really? So, yes. The number one. <laughs> That's fine. rude. That's fine. So, um, since you already feel so offended, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the honor of going first. Wow, well, such an honor. Thank yes. You. Okay, so... Okay. So my number five is. Um, now, are you doing these in, in in order? Yes. Okay. My list wasn't in exactly in any particular oh, order. Oh, yours wasn't in. Particular. But it's fine. It doesn't matter. You okay. do you. Well, one and two are like tied for like not like. Okay. Okay. Um, but my fifth one, um, which is the one that I was struggling with, and eventually I had to pick one that I don't, I don't like, hate. Like I will do it again. It's just my one experience of it was like. Fun but uncomfortable, and it was um, Astro Orbiter. Um, if you don't know, Astro Orbiter 
it, I feel like it's like a lesser known ride at MK. I feel like people I, see it but don't know how to access it. Yes, exactly. Or I didn't even think it was a ride until yeah, just kind of part of the thing. Yeah. So Astro Orbiter is in Tomorrowland in um, Magic Kingdom, and it's right when you enter Tomorrowland and you see like the solar system like spinning around um, above the People Mover and above the launching pad. Um, that's a ride. So if you didn't know that, um, it's fine. You're not alone. Um, you have to take like an elevator to get up there and then you sit in these little rockets and it's like, it's like Dumbo or flying carpets or something like that. But just like, I don't want to say on steroids, but like it's, it goes faster. It's way higher up. Um, the pros of this ride is that you have a great view of the entire park. Like I was able to see so much when the one time that we did it, which was really cool. Um, the cons is that... Um, it might be made for smaller children or a parent <laughs> with their child, but we tried to do it as adults, and neither of us were comfortable for the two and a half minutes that that ride went on. And it also spun kind of fast, so it's like I couldn't like turn my head to look at like the view because then I'd get dizzy, and then I'd be like, "Oh god." Um. So yeah. Um. It was just. It was. I would definitely do it again. So like, I feel bad putting this ride on my list because everything else is like. If we have the option to not do it, I will be really happy to not do these other things that are on my list. But the Astro Orbiter is like, I would gladly do it again just to maybe see if we did it wrong, baby. I definitely, <laughs> I feel like we, I feel like we perhaps just weren't sitting in the ride vehicle right now. That's not the first experience that I've had with that ride. I've done it several times. And you're not the first person to say that they don't like the ride. I have plenty of friends who have also said, oh my God, don't go do Astro Orbiters. But I did it. So I've told you the story of how me and Demi. Mm-hmm. Hi Demi. Hopefully you're listening. I feel like you don't have the time. Um love you. We rode this ride when we were just becoming friends. Now the nature of the ride is very it's very intimate almost because the person so they tell you when you board the ride that the, the shortest person sits in front, right? So she sat in front, similar how you sat in front. And then the person, the second rider rides in the back. But the person in front and the person in the back has to like straddle the person in the front, and it was just a it was it's a good bonding experience now at the beginning, best <laughs> right? Um, and like there's just one seatbelt, but it's it it really is uncomfortable. Now, unlike all the other just stereotypical spinning rides, it does have great views, which I think the other ones are all since they're all ground level. Really, yeah. even when you're going up, you don't have as like I would love to go on view. Astro Orbit or like during fire. It's awesome. I have done it. It's really cool. cool. The descent is actually the part that I like. It speeds up. Like, no other yeah. ride, like, has that weird, like, it's like a G-force effect that, that mm-hmm. makes it speed up when you're going down. So, I like it. But I definitely understand why you and lots of others don't like the ride. Well, it's just, I felt like we were uncomfortable the entire time. We like, were absolutely I uncomfortable the entire time. I to shift to make it better, and I think I just keep making no, it Yeah, worse. I was definitely in pain. But... <laughs> It, you know, we could have sat wrong. We could have done something. It's definitely, it's, it's a kid's ride yes. through and through. That ride has, I don't think it's an opening day attraction, but that ride is like 30 years old. Mm-hmm. So, and it hasn't changed much from its original iteration. So it's, it's, there, yeah, people back then were smaller as well. You know, we'll just blame it on that. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, my list is not in any particular order because I hate all five of these equally. Oh, wow. They're all just terrible attractions that should be burned to the ground immediately and replaced with something significantly better but i'm going to start with the one that i have labeled as my number five which it's muppets vision or muppet 3d vision or just trash taking space in between galaxy's edge and star tours um 
I am. We're gonna lose listeners. You know what? If listen, viewers slash listeners, if one of your favorite rides is Muppet Vision, please stop listening to the podcast (laughs) because this ride is an abomination. Okay, well, we also need to preface this with the fact that you don't like Muppets or puppets or anything of that nature in general. That is true. I feel like that ties into your hatred for the attraction. Slightly, because there's other ones that I would have ventured to say that I also hate just because of what it is, and it has nothing necessarily to do with the fact that it's Muppets. Yes, it does fuel my hatred, but that's not the original reason why I hate it. If the ride itself was fun... If it was enjoyable, if anything about it screamed good, it would have avoided my list, regardless of it being Muppets. And yes, I don't like puppets. The Muppets really scare me. They freak me out. I don't know what it is. I don't like it. But the ride itself is boring. It's, it's an attraction. It's a show. I also have certain biases beyond that because it's a 3D show, right? I wear glasses. So putting on 3D glasses above my glasses is a pain in the butt. That also, I have to take that into consideration. There are some effects on the ride that are cool. The two old puppet guys who are funny, mm-hmm. like them. They're great. Everything you're watching on the screen is not only dated, it's boring. And that's part of the problem because that is a huge piece of real estate that could be used to connect Galaxy's Edge and Star Tours, which is something that people have kind of griped about. I was like, well, you have this ride here. And you have this entire immaculate land over here. And then you have this block that is from Muppets. And why people love the Muppets, I don't know. Truly don't know. I mean, Pizza Rizzo came in and took over my beloved Treasure Planet. So I Treasure Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet. Mm, Yes, thank you. So that already that already offended me. I do miss Pizza Planet. Like Pizza Rizzo has its own charm, but it has no charm. I really like. I really really like everything that was cool about Pizza Planet got tossed out with Pizza Pizza Rizzo. But Muppets 3D Vision, it's one of those rides that it's clearly old. You're never gonna have to wait to ride that ride, even on the busiest days at the parks pre-COVID, because it's nothing more than an excuse to sit down and take a nap in air conditioning. And that is not enough to make a ride or an attraction a good attraction. And there's a lot of rides here in the parks that are old, but still hold true or are still relatable or have some sort of nostalgia. I have none of that for this freaking show. It's so bad. See, like, I mean, like, I... Like, I don't race to go to see Muppets, but, like, I do have nostalgia for it. So, like, like I, I did like the Muppets. They don't scare me. I think Kermit and Miss Piggy are adorable. Oh, Miss Piggy's annoying. Oh, my God, you're annoying. Um, and, like, I have... It's not, like, a fond memory from one of our vacations, but um, I do remember my mom losing her camera that had all of our... <laughs> Pick vacation pictures leading up to that point in Muppet Vision, but again, Fantastic. a very lovely cast member found it and returned it to Lost and Found, and we were able to get it back. But we were just like having a mild melt, not mild, very big meltdown in like the exit queue of Muppets because we couldn't find this camera that's being held together with rubber bands and memories. But one of the worst parts of this ride, and you have to agree with me, there's no way you don't. The low rate, trashy impersonation of figment that annoying little blurb <gasps> that dr meat boop or whatever the heck t- its name is creates I that even... thi- 
that I didn't thing, even make the connection that it's like figment. Oh my gosh. Put that aside. He is so annoying. That thing is so <laughs> annoying. I cannot stand it. And he's in it for half of the freaking show. And what's what's the giant Wookiee looking thing that walks out? What's his name? I don't know what his, his name, name is. His monster or beast or something. Whatever. It's it doesn't matter. Monster. He monster sucks anyway. Oh, okay. He <laughs> comes out. That's cool. No, the animal Cause is he, cause he, It's animal. His name is animal. Um, the big no. one is not animal, Frick. but there's... I don't know what Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, he comes out and that's cool. Other than that, there's there's literally no redeeming factors. They could use that theater for any the other show. The penguins in the orchestra? The, the, it's... Nope. Pointless. Okay. Pointless. I would rather go watch... Uh, Country Bear Jamboree all day long than watch that. But yeah, that's 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 one of my five. Okay. Um, oh my I gosh! Feel, oh, here we go again. We just have no professionalism on this show. Listen. <laughs> um, okay, go ahead and tell us your next one. Okay, my next one. I feel like I'm going to offend so many people. With my I list. am too, but you know what? It is I'm what so it worried. is. Um, okay, so my next one is. Um, <laughs> So it's the Tiki Room. <laughs> um, so I would say that like this would be like the only redeeming factor of Tiki Room is that you could take a nap when when watching Tiki Room, um, but you can't because it's kind of loud. <laughs> um, so Tiki Room is is it's an opening day attraction. It's isn't it? I think the original iteration of it was. Yeah, maybe so, like, I can double check. I thoroughly believe that the reason Tiki Room has stayed around and has, like, kept kicking despite all of its renovations and remodels and everything is because that it is a an attraction that Walt, like, personally worked on um, because it is Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, um, which is fine. I, I love that we still have things that, like, he worked on, like, Carousel Progress and things like that, like, makes my heart happy, but... <laughs> Tiki- so, yes, the original iteration of the ride was an opening day attraction okay. it was one of the last things that walt did have a hand in, yes. in making so like for that for that reason alone like i can respect tiki room but it's just like it it's <laughs> just, i don't even know like we went to go we went to watch it like a few weeks ago because one of our friends had never seen it before and it's just it's i'm trying to explain why i don't like it if you haven't gone to see it um, you should do it at least once, Correct. but it is it is mechanical birds singing. There there is no plot. Um, there might have been at one point um, with one of its many remodels, but it, it doesn't have a plot. It's just the birds singing different songs. At some point, the tiki gods start singing, and they're very scary looking, and they're on the walls, and they have teeth, and they're sharp, pointy teeth, and they scare me. Um, but the tiki birds are animatronic birds that just sing, and um, the main birds are all from different parts of the world, and they got different accents, which is cute sometimes. Um, the thing that just, like, unnerves me about it is that, like, you can hear all of their little animatronic beaks squeaking yeah. <laughs> when they move, and it's, it just freaks me out. Like, I don't, I just can't. I can't with the Tiki Room. Like, if I need to go duck inside somewhere to get air conditioning, like, I'll go into Tiki Room, but, like. <laughs> I mean, I don't have, like, I, I don't, I don't hate the Tiki Room. I would never put it on my top five, like. And I totally understand why you would have it on your top five. There's and I feel so like you're much, not the only one. And there's so much merchandise dedicated to it. And I'm like, but does that, it really just, have that strong of a following? That's just part of the nostalgia. In, okay. in my opinion, it would just really have to be part of the nostalgia. But, like, the merchandise for it is cute, you know? And you can theme a lot around it. It's just the... the, the Well, okay. The ride <laughs> itself, or the attraction itself, is also old and outdated and it's just no longer as fun as it used to be i mean i I think a lot of the charm 
of the ride is or was the technology. I mean, yes. those, those the, the animatronics, I'm assuming back in the day in 1971 or in 1955 when it originally opened in Disneyland, was mind-boggling. No, yeah. But now, today, it's it's nowhere near. Well, and it's like, I, and I personally <laughs> liked the under new management, like, remodel of it that had Iago and Zazu in it, and that apparently... That was even less, least, less popular. Apparently, than yeah, apparently there was just a whole uproar and people hated it, but, like... I remember watching it with them, and I liked it with them in it. Like, I remember, like, seeing, like, all the smoke come out when, like, Iago, like, emerges or whatever. Um, but apparently that was not received well. It was so. not received. Well, I think people just didn't want to listen to Gilbert Gottfried's voice I mean, for an additional 12 fine. minutes of their lives. Yes. Um, you know? But, yeah, so Tiki Room is on my list. So, I'm so sorry. Listen, we're, we're getting off to a good start. We're going to be offending a lot of people, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Again, all opinions are our own, right? That's true. All right, next one on my list. I feel like it's something that is not going to offend anyone. I am confident in saying that this attraction is universally despised unless you're five and are really fond of the Cars movies. It's Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. (laughs) Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy was this, excuse my language, half-assed attraction that... Nobody goes and sees because nobody knows where it's located. I still don't fully understand what it is. And it's it's just a little show. So you go in. Let me. I'm going to paint the picture for you. Okay. On the right hand side of what is it? Um, Rock and roller coaster. There's this little area that is themed around Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. And outside of the Racing Academy, there's like this kind of meet and greet, if you will, with two of the cars from the third movie. I think one of them is from the first movie, and then one of them is from the third movie. And then you enter the show building. And there's these benches where you can sit, and in front of you, there's this massive curved screen, and in front of that, there's this thing that's like, it's 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 a platform where lightning is, and he's behind these walls. And then when the show starts, lightning appears from out of this like curtain thing, if you will, and you see him talking to you. The animatronic of Lightning McQueen is very impressive. Like, it is super cool, super advanced. It's awesome. The whole premise of the show is not. Because it's boring. The voice actor for Lightning, I don't think, is Owen Wilson. And clearly they just weren't enthusiastic about what was happening. And it's just it just falls flat. Because the whole thing is Lightning going through a racing simulator. Much like the racing simulator in... Cars 3, <coughs> which means nothing to you because you've seen none of the Cars movies, which I find offensive. I saw the second one. Oh, right. You saw the <laughs> worst one, and now you won't watch the other ones, um, which is fine. But in the third movie, in the third movie, Lightning is going through this simulator thing to get him better, I guess, to get him yeah. faster. Because at this point, the whole premise of the third movie is that he has won all these um, Piston Cups, and he's just kind of like, he's super popular now best racer in the league and then all these new racing cars come in and they're better they're bigger than him so he's training you're essentially going through that training module that he did in the movie and then at one point like chick hicks comes in and tries to sabotage everything and that also just falls flat the thing that i hate the most about it is like the animatronic is incredibly impressive and the platform that he stands on is supposed to be this conveyor belt Mm -hmm. because he's it's supposed to like simulate how a human would run on a a treadmill Mm mm-hmm the front wheels of the animatronic rotate. There's a part 
where lightning is facing the crowd, and then he switches around to face the screens because he's racing. The back wheels don't move. Oh, no. The back wheels of the animatronic <laughs> don't roll. They don't rotate. And I'm like, who, why, why, why did this get past every Imagineer ever? Make that rotate. It looks fake. It looks so fake. And I remember, I've only done it once because I refuse to do it again. It, it was just, it was not worth my time. There's like this mind-numbing song or soundtrack that plays the entire time that you're waiting for lightning to come out. And then afterwards, and then in the middle, I think, ugh. And then Mater at some point comes in, now I remember. Oh, and none of, none of it, none of it is okay. None of it is okay. It's, I, I think, actually, I don't even know. I really don't know the reason why they decided to add this. Because it opened before... My only assumption was that they had gotten rid of, what's it called? Um, they had gotten rid of the great movie ride. Star Wars Land had not opened yet. So there was... But it was about to. But it was about to. I think but they there were was, trying to introduce new attractions that would possibly like spread out the crowd of Hollywood Studios. So when Batu did open... Potentially. I think the problem was that they weren't having... There was just not enough at studios to keep people interested and be at studios all day long. So I think they needed to add something else. Because that opened before everything else did. Now that Mickey and Minnie's run away, we're away. And everything in Star Wars is up and running. There's a lot more to do. And there's just no desire to go do Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. I mean, even little kiddos. At this point, I'm not entirely sure how old Cars 3 is. But it's already like 3 or 4 years old at least. So maybe just there's not enough buzz around it and where they placed it i understand that it was probably just a back lot that needed to be used for whatever reason no yeah, it's it not well like, placed like at all like you have corner. to go through an attraction you have to, to go, get to the other to attraction down sunset boulevard you have to go through the 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 courtyard where rock and roller coasters in and then you get to the back lot that lightning right so n- nothing about it screams you need to do this and that's exactly why it's on my list uh, have you done it i haven't done it okay well, i will suffer through it again just so that you can experience it and then agree with me cool so then five years or 10 or 15 whenever we get to go back to hollywood studios i'll remember that correct <laughs> correct all right what's your second or the second or third Sorry. third so my third um we're keeping with the magic kingdom theme I'm so sorry i love my home park um but my third one is going to be Tomorrowland Speedway. Um, so, so here's the thing. I I feel like I did Tomorrowland Speedway when I was little. Very, very cute, calm ride when you're little. You're basically doing really slow go-karts, um, and the go-karts can't crash into anything because you're stuck on a track. Right. Um, and it's really cute for little kids, especially because I'm pretty sure the little kids can drive them, so, like, that's fun and everything. Okay, as an adult or anyone past the age of five... You can just drive your car, and it's the exact same thing, I promise. Really? Anyone over the age of five can drive a car? Okay. You know what I mean. Like, it's just, we did it the other day, the last time we were at MK. (laughs) I was waiting for something to happen that would make, that would, like, be a redeeming quality of it, but, like, it's... (laughs) At least we didn't wait long. We didn't wait long, which was fine. But it's just, it's, it's, just, it's just, just drive a car. So the Tomorrowland Speedway is also an opening day attraction. So yes, it's, it's, I understand. It's, I guess also nostalgic. I also, like, my, I don't think this was, this was not my, my idea, but it's my friend, my friend Kyla's idea. Hi, Kyla. 
um, that they should change Tomorrowland Speedway into Sugar Rush from Wreck-It Ralph. So even if it needs to stay boring, at least it can it can look nicer. It can look, look nicer. Um, and I, I feel think like it that would fit the theme. I think it would fit. Well. Okay, so here's the thing: the theming for Tomorrowland is that like it all like everything has a function. Like you have the laugh floor because that powers everything. You have. Stitch is Great Escape. You don't have it anymore. But, like, you had the jail for the people that didn't obey the rules. You have Buzz. They're the ones that, like, defend everybody. Um, the people mover. Like, transportation to get around. Tomorrowland Speedway is just supposed to be sports. <laughs> like, that is literally what it is. Sports. It is sports. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> we can change it to Sugar Rush. It's really okay. <laughs> when I say the theming it wouldn't fit is that everything else. That Tomorrowland is very blue. It's very blues. And stuff like that. Color Rush. And everything Sugar about Rush. Wreck-It Ralph. Sugar Rush. Whatever. It's very bright. Lots of colors. It would just pop. And it it would not feel the same way that everything else does. I mean, even the new attraction that's going up. Tron. All these, like, neon lights that are part of the ride are blue. <laughs> like, it all fits. I and am, it all feels I'm nice and seamless. I'm that having it, the sh- colors of Sugar Rush clash a little bit with the overall theming of Tomorrowland would be way better than having... Really boring ride. Anyways, just drive your car. It's the same. I promise. I would agree. I want. I really wanted to do it the day that we went. One because our friend Nicole, hi Nicole, <laughs> had not done it, and we were on a mission to do everything that she had gotten to do on her CP, and I had not done it since I was like, I don't know, born. <laughs> um. So I really wanted to do it, and after I did it, I was like, okay, I don't have to do this ever again because it is boring. I mean. And the only part that I would think is kind of fun and, and silly is that you can bump other cars, except you're, you're not allowed not to. Even supposed to do so that. you can't do that. That happened on accident most of the time. Right. So, <laughs> uh, there, yeah, it definitely belongs on on anyone's list of top five. There's. Do you remember our friend Aaron Bowman from the program? Yes. He loves Why? Tomorrowland Speedway. He loves it so much. Sorry, buddy. I doubt you're listening to this, but, you know, it is what it is. an explanation. Okay. It, I feel like a lot of the things on these lists, especially mine, <laughs> it's like nostalgia. The reason for anybody loving anything is nostalgia. <sighs> so my number three is a bit of a cheat, okay? Because it's no longer a functioning attraction. I... And it is... I still, thought I'd known that we could do that. But it's still... Okay, so I didn't say it's an attraction in the, from the past, because it is still there. It is not operating, but it's it's not operating, but it's there. So you couldn't have just done, like, I hate X, Y, and Z. No. It's, it's not there anymore. Read in subsection 72. This is still uh, there. Point A, you'll see that in anyway, the fine print. So, my number three is Primeval World. <laughs> and this might offend a lot of our friends, because we have a lot of people <laughs> who, when they were working for Disney originally... They worked in Dinoland, which I, I think, think is... I don't think any of them are going to be sad that time is gone. Dinoland itself is... I hate the theming of Dinoland ah. outside of Dinosaur, but... Donald's Dino Bash, really? It's, it's all bad. It's all bad. But this ride is the epitome of bad. Primeval World is not only boring, it's painful. It's dangerous. That, it is dangerous. That ride hurts. The mechanics of the ride, it's a small coaster with little dips and stuff. But the ride vehicle itself is constantly spinning on the track while you're going through the, uh, you're through like the, the roller coaster part. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot of speed to it, too. So it, it's painful. Imagine the Cali River Rapids boats rotating on a metal track going at a pretty reasonable speed and just getting 
tossed around. It is horrible. Everything about... Now, okay. It might be too hard for me to say the entire theming of Dino Land is bad. The theming of that little area. Chester and Hester's Dino-Rama. The whole thing of it being a carnival... Can't. Can't. Nope. Uh, hate it. That's no, disgusting. Yeah, I, Carnivals are gross. I love Dino Land because, like, I, lo- I loved the dance parties that they had with Chip and Dale and their dinosaur costumes. And, like, you can meet Goofy and everybody there. And, like, you see Launchpad and Scrooge and all of that. But, like... We are on a DuckTales kick. I and now we love Scrooge like and, and Launchpad. <laughs> Please required. go watch DuckTales. The new one. Go watch the new, the new one. one. It's very well done and written. Anyway. Um... This is your. This is your. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you were saying something, so I don't know. I. I just don't. It's closing now for a reason. It is closing for a reason. It is. So, it is. All right, closed it's for a, a reason. Dangerous ride, as well. Yeah. It's. It's just not. It's not fun. Now, I avoided it for a long time because it was a coaster, and I. I don't like coasters. So that. That is a ride that warmed me up to more serious coasters, just because of how aggressive it is. And I did it twice, but. That's a ride that still made me nervous whenever I would queue for it because it was beyond it. It's just painful. Like, I don't want a ride to hurt, you mm-hmm. know? And that ride hurt. Mm-hmm. So, if you like it, again, if you have nostalgia for it, if that was your first ride that you worked, attraction that you worked on your CP, I'm sorry, but also not really because <laughs> it's a really bad ride. It's closed for a reason. Good riddance. Tear it down. Tear the entire dinorama down and build something better. Okay. Okay. You go. Okay. <laughs> so my where? Let's see. Number two. Number two. I'm just staying in Magic Kingdom. Wow. <laughs> Good luck. I don't mean to hate on my part. It's fine. Um. Okay. So my number two. This one would have been number one, except like I'll you'll understand later. The num- number one I absolutely cannot do, but number two I can I can do it. I just hate it. Um. Is the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> um, so, the Hall of Presidents, okay, I will say it's the only redeeming factor. The animatronics, especially for Abe Lincoln, are very impressive. Absolutely. And this is another ride that, like, or attraction that, um, I mean, Walt definitely, like, worked on them. Abraham. Mm. And maybe the, I think that there's a Hall of Presidents as well in Disneyland. He, yeah, because he was, this was one that he was, like, at least an idea that he was very passionate about. I'm sorry, I don't think there's a Hall of Presidents in Disneyland. There's something called, like, Tales with Abe Lincoln or something yeah, in so Disneyland. He, like, and he, he, he was really, yeah, so the animatronic for Abe Lincoln when he gives the, the Getty, the Gettysburg address, thank you, um, is really impressive. Like, we watched it the other day, and, like, it's not, it's not, like, the, the animatronic that you would see in Spaceship Earth or anything that, like, has the same motion back and forth every three seconds. Like, Abe had different mannerisms throughout the entire speech. Um, and they were very fluid for the most part. So, like, that w- that part was really cool. But, like, the whole entire attraction is really just um, a-, a history lesson. It's like when your teacher, like, rolls out the... Um, the tv on the on the little wheelie stand <laughs> um like that's literally that's what it reminds me of we were watching it and i was like this is like a, a a a really like they tried really hard to um put together like a really interesting historical movie about the america and how it came to be and it's just not it's just falling flat because it's just, um because like the whole the theater like turns into like a not completely 360, but, like, like it's a curve. It's a very large yeah. screen. So, like, but, like, I... 
it's I don't know. It's that part is boring to me, and it's 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 especially <laughs> infuriating to watch it right now because of the president that speaks the most besides Abraham Lincoln, and that would be our current president. And I'm not gonna talk about it because it's not that's not the episode. But I will say that <laughs> we were watching it the other day because like seeing all the other animatronics of all the other presidents is really cool and like seeing them all together for some reason is like really interesting like i really want to know like if all the presidents that we've ever had sat in a room together like what that would be like that would be cool it probably would be chaos but like i like seeing them exist all together like i think that is oddly satisfying and they're all like acknowledging each other like i don't know i think that part's cool but (laughs) the last time we went (laughs) insert current president's name here um gave his his stupid speech that wasn't even his speech it's just what the presidents say when they get inaugurated um people clapped (laughs) and (laughs) you got really loud for that one (laughs) (laughs) and like when i say i almost jumped out of my seat like my soul like left my body for a second uh and those people also weren't wearing masks, which is just like a whole other thing. Please wear your masks and please just, I, I really don't like hollow presidents. I will not go back until insert current president's name here is not the main president that talks anymore. He can go in the back. So um, I, I 100% can understand why you don't like the hollow presidents. And I am not going to say that I, I go. My, my heart rate is up. <laughs> I, I can tell you seem very, My watch very is about to tell me to breathe. Um, I, I can understand the hate for hollow presidents. I would never go to Magic Kingdom and be like, the first thing we got to do today is go ride Hall of Presidents. Not not even close. From a technical perspective, I find the ride incredibly impressive. Because if you just sit there and look, and even our, the current president that's in the front, um, Donald Trump, President Trump, his animatronic is incredibly impressive. Because it's previous, like iter- it, 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 yes, previous iterations, I believe um, Obama's, and bushes were the were not as intricate, especially. So I think I think that I have noticed that it's very difficult to get right and to function smoothly. Our hands, because fingers, it's there's so many things that you have to do to be able to get fingers to move a certain way. You know, when you look at the animatronics in something like uh, the Carousel of Progress or anything of that sort. Hands are stagnant. Like, hands mm-hmm. and fingers yeah. just move with the arms, but they don't move separately. Donald Trump's animatronic uses the same hand gestures that the living, breathing individual does. And that is incredibly impressive. And if you just sit there and look at the scene when they open everything up and you see every president in our history. Just don't focus on one specific president. Kind of like... I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Look, just look, just just kind of zone out while you're watching them, and you will notice that while it's doing the roll call, no, they're all moving. They're they're all they all they all look. They all acknowledge each other. Yes, but even they just they shift their weight mm-hmm. like a freaking human would. Yeah, no, it's impressive. They'll just like, shift from one foot, and it, it it's so hyper real. It, it's it it boggles my mind, and for that alone, I I like doing it. Also, I can take a nap in there, but like that, it's it's just it's so it's so impressive to me. And yes, I don't like seeing Donald Trump at the front. It's fine. Whatever. He looks like ET in it. But <laughs> I don't even care. yeah, it's it's his his face is a little funky, but the animatronic is, itself is mm-hmm. very impressive. And 
but totally understandable why people wouldn't like it. You were there with you were sitting right next to me when we I went was, to go and see it. it. Was, you had to like calm me down. It was, I was it was super obnoxious to one because of you know to, not to get political, but it, it's obnoxious and two because you're you're disrupting the show in general. Yes, like you and in in the same light, she was probably an individual that. I remember one time when it was still President Obama at the front giving the president's speech. There was someone who who was jeering him during it. Like so No, don't do that to my Same kind don't of person. Do that. Probably similar, you know, mindset of this individual that, that was, you know, Mm-mm. lauding Trump for doing this speech that everyone has to do. But regardless, I can I can understand why that's on your list and probably on the list of other people too just because it it's i mean it's not fun i i like history so i like seeing it the narrator's voice is oddly oh, yeah. soothing and like i like i like watching like the progression when they introduce each president like, yeah it's cool i think like that's cool and like i mean when when they had to put him into the ride i was not excited about it at all but like i remember saying when that happened i was like well when i eventually take my kids to disney he won't be the main focus anymore, and hopefully that will be a ride that will showcase, like, how far we've come right. again. Um, so, it, that's what I hope. I mean, come next February, there might be a different animatronic standing at the front. So, we'll see. Fingers crossed. But, that, it, you know what? Something just totally sidetracked. But I'm very interested to see how Disney handles something like that. Like, obviously, the ride wasn't around when JFK passed. But, like... How because I know I know Disney is is on top of it when well, yeah, presidential shifts happen as and they the switch election, over. As soon as the election happened and it was done for, like I looked in my my Disney Experience app when the election happened. Um, it was in, down. in North Carolina because the, what I look at wait times when I'm not at Disney, um, <laughs> <laughs> and the ride was like the next day was under for refurbishment. So like they were, doing which is, it which I, which I love. But like, what if like. There have been like an impeachment or something had happened no, or know, a step down. How quickly do they respond? Or like, when you, is this animatronic made? Or can you imagine like if like they didn't swap it out in time and like it would and it and it was around when like JFK passed and like right. people go there. Oh, that would be creepy. And, but like in the best way. Okay. Right. Because obviously, I mean, building the animatronic itself, it's 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 a robot, and then you yeah. have to skin it. So I guess that's the last thing that gets, goes into it. But I don't know. I think it'd be cool. To see what happens. We'll see. Come okay. February. Hopefully it goes into refurbishment again. Please, please, <laughs> this is a good time to interject. Being, um, you got, if you're not registered to vote. Please vote. And you are old enough to vote and a citizen of the United States, please vote. Please only vote once. Um, if you vote twice, it's a felony. Um, but please vote. That's really important. I just got my voters registration. I'm sorry. I was standing close to the mic so it can hear me. This is important. Um, I just got my voters registration card for Florida. So it's really important. It takes literally five minutes, regardless of if you're a new voter or if you are um, registering to vote in a new state because you recently moved. It takes literally five minutes. It's so, so, so easy. Like, cannot make it any easier. Um, Please, please go vote. It's really important. It's very important. Every vote counts. Do not think your vote does not matter. Whoever it is you're voting for, whether it's one party or the other. Go vote. Go go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. It it again. It really doesn't take much of your time if you don't feel comfortable going out to a voting poll because of what's currently happening. Totally understand. Do a mail in ballot. Yes. It it's it's your 
is it a right? I don't know how Americans think about voting. Is it a right to vote or is it a privilege to vote? I think um, it's both. So it's just do it. It's technically, it's like phrased like it's your right to vote, but like it's, it's poised as a privilege because it can be taken away. Yeah. But. So just do it. Just do it. All right. Coming back to it. Getting down to the last two. I'm also going to Magic Kingdom and I am going to go, go not visit <laughs> really. I might light it on fire. It's a wow. small world. Oh, it's yeah. a small world. Is I was in my honorable. I could I could just say it's a small world and then pass it off to you and people would understand. <laughs> I don't have to explain to you why this ride that takes far too long, that has a song that lasts way too short and just gets replayed over and over again, is deserving of being on this list. I despise it so much. It, it was fighting for the number one spot. And now, now it could have very well been number one. But like, like I said earlier, none of this is in any particular order. Because Muppets should have been... If it was in, in chrono- in order, it should have been like third at least. But this ride, it doesn't, it doesn't get better. And it was never good for me. And again, people like it because of the nostalgia. Or maybe they actually like the song. And I would suggest that you're messed up somehow but like it's 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 so bad it is so the best part about this ride is that they turned it into a scary scene in the kingdom keepers books <laughs> because the kids get trapped in the ride and the animatronics come to life that is the only way that you make it's a small world be palatable is by turning it into a horror show or something. Because this ride is just, it's its so slow. And it repeats. I love that you go through all these other cultures and you kind of get to like see how other cultures yeah, like celebrate. Like, and you listen to I the song like, yeah. in their language, I which is like super cool. I like representation. I think that's really cool. Also, like, I mean, perhaps since it's an old ride, perhaps the the... The dresses or the way that certain cultures are represented would might be considered a little insensitive in today's standards but i do know that imagineers when building the ride went and visited these cultures and got cultural representatives to say like this these people from this country are dressed the way they are because i had a representative of that country come and dress the doll that is super cool like that that is awesome the song like if i ever wanted to torture someone which i don't (laughs) I would sit them down in a chair and I would play the theme song to It's a Small World over and over again. And uh, they would, they would, by hour two, they would confess to everything that I wanted them to confess to. I will say that um, on one of my family vacations, we got stuck on that ride and it wasn't just like the boats got backed up. Like we just stopped somehow (laughs) and it was in the finale scene. So we were, we were so close and it was, and then my family started singing along to the song and like, it was just, I, ever since then. I have ridden it twice, and it is because other people wanted to do it, and I didn't want to be the one that was like, no, we can't do this because Same I'm here. triggered. I never ride um, the ride out of sheer desire, but it's it's because like, someone else wants to. But it's also like, it's one of those rides that, like, it it needs to, like, go down for some hardcore maintenance because because of all of the dolls and mm-hmm. moving yeah, a lot parts of them don't work. and it, a lot of them don't work, um, and it's just, and you can tell, especially if you're going that slow throughout the ride, you can tell that, like... This doll's leg is not going up like the rest of them. Or that hippo only blinks with Bro, one only, eye. That hippo is a meme. Yes, I posted that meme. Now, 
the I have heard from people who have visited Disneyland that the one in Disneyland is better because the one in Disneyland yes. uses um, characters. So it uses Disney characters within I the ride. And the ride, like part of the queue is outdoors. The building itself is gorgeous. Like the, the scenes that you see with the clock and the spinning head and stuff like that, you see that inside of the Magic Kingdom one. But the one in Disneyland, it's just beautiful. It's all white. It's very, it's very nice. I'm excited to write that one and potentially still hate it. But like I'm excited <laughs> to do it. Um, it's just, I I don't have the patience for something like that, especially something so repetitive. Yeah, I I can't I I can't deal with it. At the end, when you see like goodbye and all of the languages, and there's cameras scanning your magic band, and it'll say adios Andres or you know whatever. It's like it's cool, it's cute, that is cool. and that's a that's a relatively new feature that they added to it. But everything else about the ride is very very annoying and i could live out the rest of my days never riding that ride again and i wouldn't bat an eye Mm -hmm. and that's it like the hippo like the hippo (laughs) yeah exactly exactly that poor hippo hippo. all right what is your number one okay so my number one is not in magic kingdom no (laughs) i need to go apologize to the castle later (laughs) i'm so sorry um so my number one ride I went through, I, like, mentally went through, like, all of the parks trying to figure out, like, what rides I didn't like, and this is the only one that my mind went, like, touched on that, like, this is the ride I will not go on. I did it once, I will not do it again, and it is Mission Space. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, so for those of you that don't know me, I do have, I am an HSB, and I do have anxiety, um, and it can be triggered by um like claustrophobic, I'm claustrophobic like that is a big trigger for my anxiety I need to feel like I ha- have to have like a a way to get out I don't like things pushing down on my chest like I feel like I can't breathe just all this stuff and that is just mission space in a ride um and like Andres was with me when I did it the one time and we didn't even do the scary one we did green so there was no g-force or anything like really? that yeah, we did the we did the baby oh, one. Oh wow, wow! You would not have come out the other side. No, well I wouldn't. If we didn't because do. so I didn't have a good experience with it from the start because like the ride didn't start for a few minutes. We were just in these little cubes that they put you in, um, which is apparently supposed to resemble what it would be like to be an astronaut, which is why that is never. It's exactly what a cockpit would look like inside of a space shuttle. No, yes, exactly. So I've never wanted to be an astronaut in my life, and I'm glad that ride confirmed to the my career path was not that um so and like the ride delayed for like a minute or two which felt like an eternity just waiting in this little box and like i'm already like i told andreas before we went on the ride though i was like i'm gonna have to hold your hand like i'm i'm really scared he's like it's it's totally okay and i'm like white knuckles on his hand already and we haven't even started yet and like the whole time i'm just trying to keep my breathing level um and, like, I didn't, I was never a fan of it even when the ride debuted because, like, people were saying, like, people, I mean, I think people were doing the, the orange one. Mm-hmm. Hard. Like, they were doing that one and coming off, like, feeling sick and everything. And, like, not a lot of people liked it. Um, and then, like, there was, like, an incident where, like, a guest, like, got um, really hurt. And I, like, if someone died. <laughs> um, but it wasn't wasn't the fault of the ride is because um the person riding it like shouldn't have been riding it to begin with because, right like, i mean it's one of those rides it's, conditions. it's it's a thrill ride and it's a no, thrill yeah. ride that has there's a disclaimer saying if you're an expectant mother if you have high blood pressure this or that do not ride this like ride. most rides yes right. um but i remember like that happened shortly after mission space had had opened so i i always connected it with that and was yeah. like i don't it's scary um 
and it didn't help that some of the friends that we were with when we were riding the ride were just like telling me that it was going to be 10 times worse than it really was, but I was already scared, so I was going to believe everything that was happening, so I don't do that ride anymore. Um, metal, but no, no, I can't do it. Totally understand, totally. Now, I, I like Mission Space, yes. and, and I feel bad because I, I peer pressured you into doing it just because I enjoy the ride. I like doing the Orange Mission. I like feeling the G-forces. I think it's cool. I do get a little dizzy for it, but I don't experience motion sickness. It's the only ride on Disney property that has barf bags within the attraction because of the high rate at which people get very sick on the ride from my understanding the original iteration of the ride was a lot more intense than what it is now i don't think there was a green version at the beginning i think there was only that intense one and then when things started happening a lot of negative feedback they added the the one without the g-forces and then they toned down the one with the g-forces but for someone like me who I, I am not opposed to thrills, I just don't like certain elements of thrill rides, like drops and heights. Something like Mission Space, which is a thrill ride simulator, mm-hmm. is right up my alley because I can deal with it. Another aspect of the ride that I really enjoy, outside, I think space and stuff like that is really cool for me and I really enjoy it. I like the fact that it was probably one of the first rides on property to be interactive of sorts. You know, you have something like Smuggler's Run now, where you actively have to press buttons and oh, pull yeah. things and, mm-hmm. and control things. Nothing that you interacted with inside of the of the simulator actually had a function. Like, if you didn't press the button when it told you to press the button, or if you didn't use the joystick... It doesn't affect the ride, but it makes you feel like it because oh, you have a role. You have. I don't remember. That. Yes, I you you, were, you weren't doing anything. Okay. There's like you before out. you go in, you're given roles. Your engineer, your pilot, your this or that, and at certain points, the the audio person, the announcer or whatever, is telling us like, "Okay, pilot, engage autopilot now." And there's a blinking light, and you have to press it. And if you press it, it'll engage immediately. If you take too long, it'll just do it by itself, and it'll say autopilot system engaged automatically or whatever so it was interactive and i love that part because i like being able to engage with the ride itself and the simulation it's just really cool i mean the takeoff sequence which you didn't get to experience because you you won't but like that takeoff (laughs) sequence when you're just being thrusted into the sky you feel those i mean you literally feel your cheeks getting pulled back like you feel this something you also wouldn't like this pressure on your chest like you can almost can't breathe well i feel that and i find that so cool rock and roller coaster right just scream through it but it's it's brief and it's just at the beginning like in that loop right i'm Mm -hmm. assuming i've never done it not a loop it's like right when you take off but oh right right exactly because it's going so fast but it it's not something you feel just once it's lengthy and you feel it two or three times because it's probably the most thrilly part of the attraction is the g-forces that you feel but in that same vein, that's why people don't like it. And it has such a bad reputation. And it's gone through remodels time and time again. I love it. I, I wish... I mean, a good friend of, my, of ours, Johnny. Love you, Johnny. Hopefully you're listening. He likes it too. So so we can ride it together. But there's so many people in our friend group that, that don't ride it. And that's totally fine. I'm never going to force someone to ride it. Unless they just haven't tried. Now, you tried the <laughs> green one. And I clearly saw how negatively you reacted to it, so I will never make you ride the orange one. But Thank at you. least you tried it, so yes. I, I, I. I'm glad that I tried you. it, and I never have to do it again. Yes. Um, but yeah, that metal small little box trapped in. Nope, 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 nope. 
All right. I will go eat around the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, that's exactly what you go to Epcot for, at least for now, until all their their refurbishments and remodels are done, and mm. then Epcot's going to be super, super awesome again. Okay, I'm going to not necessarily speed through this one, but I want to make sure we don't run too long. My number one is one that you're offended by, and it's fine. I don't care. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying that I don't care for nostalgia. I don't care for it. I don't think it's a reason to stay in the past. I don't think... I am very comfortable with having memories living in my head. It's something that I can write once and never write again. And this ride is Peter Pan. It's a terrible attraction. Beyond the queue. This whole thing is going to hurt me. The queue itself was remodeled recently, and that's why there's a long wait time. Because the queue is interactive. You see Tinkerbell flying around. And you see Peter Pan's shadow, and you yeah. can in, you, you can interact the, with the you shadow. You go through the Darling's household, yeah. which is really cool. And it's super, super, super cute. You should do it to experience the queue. If there was a way for you to experience the queue and then leave before you ride the ride, it'd be perfect. There is no redeeming factor for this ride, and I will explain to you why. There is a ride very similar to that one at another theme park that does everything so much better, and it's so much older. And that is E.T. E.T. is fun. The ride vehicles are fun because you're sitting on the basket. It's old. It's clearly outdated. And it's still so much better than Peter Pan. And the Peter Pan ride is nothing but terrible animatronics because most of them don't move. They're just there or they shift. Or there's the Wendy that's on the plank that shivers violently because she's about to go overboard. And it's boring. It's a ride that is all black lights and it's all just painted and you're going through and listening to the music and you just it's the little scene where you're going over london and you see a little cars that's cool everything else about that ride is boring it's there is like you don't go through that ride and say it's fun there's nothing fun about what is fun about that ride i love getting to see like the the whole um like the whole movie play out and everything like i love peter pan so like i love getting to go i i don't care for the movie for to that extent like it's a cute movie i love it but i don't but like i love sleeping i love taking a shower i wouldn't say those activities are fun Oh my god! So there is a difference between fun and loving something. And again, you hold this nostalgia to it yes, because you like the movie. Yes. Nostalgia is not a reason, an excuse to remain in the past. That is a perfect piece of land that could be used for a better attraction. But that, Peter Pan consistently has like one of the highest wait times because in the park. of the queue. Yes. Do you remember that park? That that ride before the renovations, it was a fifteen minute wait. Everyone is there to see. Are you see sure? The queue. It was already. Re- it was always really long. That it was. It was a lot longer after the queue was redone and they had all that new interactive stuff. I I I said what I said. Nostalgia is not a reason. Walt would have hated to see a ride like that with the technology that we have today stay there. I wish that they would update the technology because in Disneyland the technology for all the animatronics is so much more advanced. And that's part of the reason why I don't like it. It's just old and it's it's not fun. And I don't hold the movie to such a high regard that I feel like it's I mean, something like Pooh which is not necessarily a great ride, but there's elements to that ride that are cool. In one scene you're the boat, like the little honeypot, like rocks because it's floating. In one scene, you're bouncing because, like, there's things that you're like, "Oh, cool! I didn't expect that." No, you're just going through this thing, 
seen the stuff that's painted with black light colors and it's just blah. Okay, well, I have a question for you then. Is part of your disdain for Peter Pan because you had to get evac'd off of it? No, I didn't like it before I did oh, okay. that. That That is probably the coolest experience that I've had with <laughs> Peter Pan was having to get evac'd by Reedy Creek off that ride. Like, literally. Like, that, that, that was slightly traumatic because i don't like heights and i was stuck for a very long time off the ground i mean the fact that i couldn't just get off of that myself someone had to like put up a ladder and help me come down didn't like that like that made my anxiety go crazy but that has nothing to do specifically with that ride because that same thing would have happened to me if i was riding et at universal and i was suspended very high off the ground so it has nothing to do specifically with with the Peter Pan ride. It's just not a good ride. There's there's, there's it's not a good ride. Okay. It's very boring. So if anyone wants to go ride Peter Pan with me, um, I'm looking please by for, all means. I'm looking for ride partners. Honestly, go because she does not have one in me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, do you want to run through honorable mentions really fast? Or you My think only honorable mention was Small World, so you hit it. Okay, cool. So. My honorable mentions were going to be things that that I haven't ridden. Because, like, I haven't done it, so I guess that would have to Let's be, like... Let's see, Tower of Terror, Expedition yeah. Everest, Rock and Roller Coaster. That's it. Those are the only three. <laughs> but, like, and, and I refuse to put them on my list because I know that those are all three fantastic rides that would never deserve to be on anyone's top five least. It's just because I'm scared of doing them, I haven't done them. So uh, that's an entirely different category within itself. But... That is the list. Let us know if there's anything that you don't agree with. Let us <laughs> know if scared. we offended you. If Let we did, know. I really don't care. Let us know if there's a ride we didn't list off that is your least favorite ride. Yeah, Maybe tell us. You, Maybe tell we'll us put what, something on Instagram. And tell we us can, something that's overhyped that you don't think doesn't deserve. Absolutely. Because I'm sure there's other things that are that we may like that Probably, you don't. I mean, yeah. everybody's opinions are entirely different. So if we would say, love to hear yours. If you say Haunted Mansion, I will block you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she feels very passionate. How I hate Haunted Mansion, she's the opposite for, for uh, Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Peter Pan. Peter Pan, she's the. I love Haunted Mansion. I was and you about know to that. Say, I love Haunted I Mansion. <laughs> My watch is telling me to breathe. Again, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at just.another.podcast. Um, some great news for everyone who does not listen on Spotify. Our podcast is now on a bunch of different podcast sites. We are now available on Anchor.fm, our hosting site. We're available on Spotify. We're available on Apple Music. Awesome. We're available on Google Podcasts. We're available on some other podcast sites that I've never heard of before, like Overcast. And another one that I can't remember off the top of my head because I am bad at giving announcements. (laughs) Radio Public. All these places. If you don't have a Spotify account, if you don't have iTunes, there are plenty of ways for you to access our podcast. Please give us a listen. We really enjoy doing this. We want to grow. We want to get more feedback from you guys. We want to interact more. I know we took this week kind of off. We were quiet on the Instagram page, but we'll be out there again. This podcast is coming out late, but on the other side, if you want to look at that as a glass half full, that means the next podcast, which is going to come out on time, We'll be closer to this one. So you're not going to have to spend too much time without listening to our beautiful voices. <laughs> so thank you guys so much again for listening in. Tune in next week for another fun one. In a couple of weeks, we have another really, really cool, really, really cool oh. podcast theme coming up I'm that might hard. go long, might get crazy, may might have to put an explicit yeah. disclaimer for that one. But we shall see. Especially considering the people we're going to bring Exactly. In it's going to be fun. So stay tuned for that one. Thank you much. Thank you so much, guys.
thank you hi mom hi mom (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys so much we'll see y'all later have a good night okay whatever it is